everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty for Ashes podcast with your host, Crystal Brown. I am so excited, as always, <laughs> about just um, fellowshipping with you all and um, talking about the goodness of Jesus. Today, we have a guest, another guest, um, none other than Destiny Hawkins. And I'm so excited for her to come on the um, podcast this this evening <laughs> but you all will hear it in the morning um and she's just a powerhouse she's anointed and a prayer warrior like none other and i'm just so grateful and so thankful to have her on to join us um so hey destiny how you doing i'm good i'm good you yes. know exciting to be here you know blessed to be here Living, living. <laughs> amen, amen. So, um, I have a few questions for you, sis, and um, we're just okay. going to get right into those questions. So, question number one is: Tell us about your journey. What made you decide to live for Christ, and how old were you when you made this decision? Just give us like a short testimony. Um. So, my dad is a pastor. So, I believe you know that um, when I gave my life to Christ, I can't really remember the age that I did, but I know it's been a back and forth, you know, of rededicating my life and different things of that. Um, Growing up and being in high school, um, there was a lot of, you know, you know how you just grow up in high school and how, you know, you have peer pressure, how you learn things, how you go through different things and tests and trials, stuff like that. Um, I would say what made me decide to live for Christ is basically, you know, the timing that it was. You know, God is an on-timing, on-time God. You know, even though I had the anointing and the calling and things like that, you know, it was some things that I had to experience and things that had to go through in order for me to have a testimony, in order for me to talk about the goodness of Jesus and um how he, you know, saved, you know, a saver like me and a sinner like me and um how he can in my life show how he can turn things around. You know, the way that you walk, the way that you talk, the way that you live, the way that you do things, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And um so I believe again I was in the church all of my life, but Again, you know, everybody needs that personal experience with God and that personal decision where they sit down and say, you know what, Lord, I'm tired of doing it my way. I'm tired Mm -hmm. of everything going bad. I'm tired of the enemy attacking me. I'm tired of failing. I'm tired of, you know, feeling like, you know, um, being condemned by the enemy and feeling like, you know, I'm nothing and feeling like, what I did that I can't be forgiven of and thing and, and thinking that I can't be used by God and things of that matter. But one thing about God is he loves us either way. You know what I'm saying? And yes. I, I, in my walk with Christ, um, I decided to, because it was just the timing, you know, God, like I said, God is an on-time God. So when I rededicated my life, um, I got, I went through the deliverance process. Um, I got delivered and then, um, it was a couple of them, a couple of deliverances, <laughs> but um, <It's> okay. <laughs> listen, God, you know, I'm more free than I ever was, yes. you know, a couple of years ago. So just seeing the process of how, you know, God worked and even looking back, seeing how God put stuff in place, like, it's just crazy how everything just happened and you get to where you are. So now I just came to a point where I know that I'm in the I know I have a calling in my life and it came to a point where I got in a car accident. Um, I um 
I believe, you know, I, I got to that point where I was tired, you know, and I was like, Lord, you know, have your will in your way. You know, I'm going to live for you because the times, you know, are evil. The times are bad. And you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I know who I want to serve, you know, so it's time for me to stop playing games. It's time for me to do this. So, you know, I was back in the church going through deliverance, things like that. I was bringing people to Christ, um, bringing them to Jesus. And um, I got in a car accident by HRT bus. Um, wow. and I came out alive with no scratches or Thank anything, you, but a, con- yes. but a concussion. Um, my car was wow. totally wrecked. There was no way that I was driving that again, but it's just the goodness of Jesus and how his angels and how he protected me and how he loved me so much that, you know, he protected me. And that's when I knew for sure that I'm here for a reason, you know, like that I'm not just, you know, here for you know, no reason that God doesn't have a plan for my life. Because if the enemy wanted to take my life, he could have took my life right in and there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yes. that really was, um, that really kind of like opened my eyes to like, you know, that, you know, God really loves me. And, you know, I got a purpose and I got a calling. I'm here for a reason because there's no way that I made it out this accident alive. You know what I'm saying? Without, you know, knowing that that's God and knowing that that's Jesus protecting me and knowing that. I'm here for a reason because if not, you know, the enemy would have been took me out um a long time ago. So this year around April I started to I started to um go on to my um basically on live and you know on different things on live to do start my ministry and start out and feel what, you know, what I was doing and just being bold, you know. Um and when I started, you know, when I stepped out on the water, God just took me from there. And um, this young lady um, by the name of Kaylisha, um, you probably know of her on TikTok um, as the great fight. Um, mm-hmm. She gave me a word, a uh, word, and it really touched my heart. And that really kind of changed things like changes. So, like when you hear a word from God from somebody and he uses somebody to speak to you, it just mm-hmm. feels a, like a wonderful thing that would change your whole the way you live the way you do things just hearing from God and knowing that it's him talking to you because she doesn't she didn't know me from a can of paint I just something was I was led to go up there and pray because she had people come up there, up there to pray and I was led mm-hmm. up there to pray and after I started to pray then she began to prophesy to me and I would begin to start crying and just crying and crying yes. and crying and God was breaking stuff even in that point, God was breaking things. So, um, and she told me something that I will never forget because now we are in November and my ministry has been taken like out, like off the ground, like in ways I couldn't imagine in the past couple of months. Yes. So, I was actually on that live. That's how we started following each other. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sounds me. The thing she said is, you know, the things that it took people five years to do, it was five months to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. I really didn't understand there. But when you think about where I was started in April and where I am in November, um, well, October, get going into November, you will be, your mind will be blown because God literally, <laughs> God literally, I'm telling you, things that it will take people to do five years, I literally did in a matter of five months. Yep. <laughs> yes, April, yes, May, yes. June, July, August, September. We in the sixth month now. So when I heard that, you know, I really didn't understand. But as God began to, girl, and I tell you, when God began to show me in my life, I said, wow, this thing is real. You know, God is mm-hmm. God is doing some things. God is getting ready to do some things. This is real. He not playing like, you know, boom, boom, boom. So that's um, a little about my journey, you know. Um, 
I did used to party. I did used to do alcohol, like, smoke weed, um, you know, just things of the world and that stuff like that. And um, I just, you know, just allow the Lord to deliver me from that stuff because, you know, it's always, it's always um, just kind of like, you know, you're always in that place where you're lonely and you're always in that place where you're depressed and you're always in that place where you want to, you want to fit in and you want to do things and stuff like that. So yes. for me to cope for my pain, I would, you know, do things that I know I didn't do alcohol, you know, smoking weed, you know, finding love in the wrong places, you know, sex, soul ties, you know, things like that, that I was involved with, you know, cussing, just, you know, a sailor's mouth, you know, like just a lot of things, um, that I could say from my, te- from my testament, I'm not going to go into details, but just a lot of things that really, you know, that God was showing me, I need to come back, you know, I need to come back home, you know, like the prodigal son, you know, I need to come yes. back to him. I need to come back and restore myself. I need to come back and ask for repentance. And, you know, God had to learn, you know, daughter, when you do things like that, you don't run from me, you run to me. Because mm-hmm. when you do things and you run from me, now you're giving the, you're opening the door for the enemy because you're running away from me and the enemy is away from God he is nothing like God he is he is the opposite of God so when you're running away from God now guess what the enemy can use you because you're running away you're not running to see it's a difference when you're running to God because now that you're running to God it's nothing that the enemy can do but when you're running away from God he has leeway he has legal rights because you made a decision to run away from God and he is away from God he is not of God he is not like God at all in any way shape or form yes so that's a little bit you know um summing up of my testimony and where i've come and where i am today (laughs) yes i love it that's actually the first time i heard your testimony and it's just so um you know phenomenal to hear because i was actually on that live like i said earlier and um and I've been seeing you growing and like your ministry expanding. I'm so proud of you and God is going to do much, much more. So I'm just so excited to um, have you on here. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so let's get into the next question, sis. And I'm just going to ask you, what's the most challenging part on your journey with Christ? I believe that the most um, challenging part on my journey with Christ is life. I just feel like it's this world. It's just sin sin that's it mm-hmm. sin sin is the most challenging part with christ because and not only that but just you know keeping walking in the spirit keeping into walking in the spirit thinking in the spirit that is i feel like is the most challenging part for my journey with christ because how much I can talk to God one day and fall short the next you feel what I'm saying and I don't mean like fall short like say a little cuss word like fall short like fall short into having sex or fall short into uh smoking weed one time or falling short to drinking a little bit of alcohol I mean like that you feel what I'm saying we're surrounded we're surrounded by that 24 7 you know we live in a world where everything that is wrong is right you know what I'm saying everything that's wrong in in the eyes of Christ is right in the world of the eye, um, in the eyes of the world, so I feel like that's the most difficult part, and um, just to you know, just to even you know, just say, Lord, you know what, I trust you, even though you know we're supposed to trust the Lord. Sometimes that's hard to do, but you have to be so mm-hmm. dedicated, and you have to, your heart has to be so much after Him that you do that, because sometimes when you're in a situation, you don't have a choice but to trust God. 
but to trust somebody. You feel what I'm saying? But to be in a place yes. where I need somebody. I, I, I you know, where, where you just say, you know what, Lord, I trust you. It's nothing that I can physically do anymore. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we always, because we want love and we want affection because, you know, we have the Holy Spirit and we have God to love on us in the spirit. But physically, we, we want something physically to love us. You feel what I'm saying? We want someone physically to love yes. us and to hug us and to pray for us and, and to be there. So I feel like that will be the most challenging part on my journey with Christ and also, you know, just trying to stay focused on reading your word and praying. And, you know, that has to, you have to train yourself to do that because it's not something, you know, if you're trained all your life, getting on your phone when you wake up or doing this and a third, you can, you can be good for three days and then fall, you know, fall back and don't read your Bible like you're supposed to and don't pray. So I feel like it just has to, it's a process and it really is a process of mm -hmm. surrendering to God and allowing him to work on you to heal you so you can continue to go forward I was just saying like you know the most challenging part is just sin you know temptation just you know the enemy and um even though we have victory and things like that it's still challenging that's the challenging part in walking with Christ because you know you have to surrender to your flesh you have to walk in spirit you have to you know even though you know because I used to beat up on myself you know all the time knowing how I have a relationship with God and things like that. And even though, you know, it's not where it's supposed to be right now, you know, God is still working on me and, you know, dealing with me because, you know what I'm saying? This is the first that I really took a step on the water. So God is, I still have mm -hmm. a lot to learn. You know, I still have different things going on, a lot to heal, a lot to, you know, be delivered completely in fullness to walk in the fullness of God, because that's what I want to do, you know? And I beat up on myself all the time. There's times that I fought short. But, you know, somebody, a woman, a guy, you know, told me, you know, you can't, you know, fight for God's love. You know, God already loves you. God already mm -hmm. loves you to the completeness of his heart. You know, you're special to him, you know. And to hear that, you know, really, really breaks off a lot of stuff breaks off anxiety and fear because you fear because you messed up that God won't forgive you or you fear but God says what he looks at your heart because yes. he knows that the flesh is not going to do right he knows sometimes the flesh is going to fall short but the heart is what the heart is yearning for and what the heart is hungry for what the heart is thirsty for what your soul is thirsty for and as long as it's focused on Jesus guess what it's going to be a renewing one day it's going to be a fullness of completely renewing, not even saying that you're not going to fall short sometimes, but it's going to come to a point where you're not going to allow anything to make you feel any type of way because you know that God loves you. You know, you don't have to compete for God's love because he loves you and he's proud of you if you're doing the mm -hmm. works that he's telling you to do. And that if in number one, the most important, having a relationship with him, spending more time with him than on live or spending more time with him than, you know, preaching or, you know, you know, things like that. That's what God really looks at us. And that's something yes. that I'm learning and I'm trying to balance out because me, I love, you know, I'm selfless. I love to take care of people. I love, see, when you're free, you want everybody else to be free. And that's how my testimony was. That's why I try to go live and pray as possible for people because I want them to be healed. I want them to feel the love of God. I want them to give their life to God. I want them to surrender. I want them to to live in their fullness of their promises and, to, and, and that God has promised them and the purpose that God has for their lives. But God has to sit me back. He's saying, you know what, daughter, you have to, you know, rest. 
you have you have to spend time with me you have to have a relationship don't allow you feel what i'm saying don't you know even if you have to go on live once a week you feel what i'm saying make sure that you stay in my presence so that when you go you will be full you won't be tired you won't be worn out because guess what you're spending time with me it's about that relationship with christ that will elevate you in god because that relationship means more than any pastor than any than any you know um title than any uh, uh service than anything that relationship is more than anything because god said many are going to say lord lord i prophesied in your name i cast demons out and he's going to say i never knew you why because that relationship god talks about that relationship in the bible more than anything a relationship with me to love me to worship me to to you know that that talks about god's love in the whole Bible, it talks about God's love and how we're supposed to love and how we, he wants that relationship with us. And out throughout all the Bible, you see yes. how even he has a relationship with those in the Bible. Relationship with Peter, relationship with the disciples, relationship. We see how the people always had in the Bible had a relationship with Christ. And after they had the relationship with Christ, then that's when they walked in the fullness of Christ. Because they learned the love yeah. of Christ. You feel what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. They yeah, learned the love of Christ, and because they had that relationship and the love of Christ, boom, the power was there. Because the relationship was there. And guess what? If me and, you know, another dude or me and a girl are in a friendship or a relationship, guess what? Two, guess what? God said in the midst of two or three, I'm in the middle. So, yeah. so in a relationship, mm-hmm. guess what? In a relationship, you're building a relationship with our creator with our father so the power is going to come why because there's a relationship you know you're not going to be booed up with me and hugged up if you don't like me you feel what i'm saying it has to be a relationship the blessings the blessings are not going to come from the husband without being married without the relationship you feel what i'm saying it's not going to be you know you're not going to feel that without the relationship it needs you know you need a relationship in order for those things to be added on if that makes sense. So no, my apologies. I'm ranting. No, um, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's it's good. It's good though because um first of all, I, I appreciate your transparency because you know, a lot of people think, you know, when they come to God, you know, they have to be perfect. You know, and even though we're working for that daily, I mean, Paul said himself, he said, I yeah. die daily. You know, so that's killing his flesh every day. And just like you said, sometimes it is hard. It's hard to, you know, come to that place where you you have to train, you know, that flesh to to come under submission to the spirit. Like, hey, I want to be feeding my spirit and not my flesh. And just like you said, also, you said, if we know the love of God, you know, we will automatically do we will automatically be obedient because his love is greater than all. So that will draw us um, close to God and have that and build that relationship with him. So I really appreciate that and your transparency. So that just brings us to this question here. So like, how do you balance out fun? Because a lot of people, a lot of young people, especially, they think, man, I don't want to get saved because, you know, it's not fun. I don't want to get saved because I can't, I can't drink no more. I can't smoke no more. I can't go to the club. I can't go to the parties. Like I want to get lit. (laughs) So like, how do you balance out having fun and, um, you know, walking this journey with Christ and having true salvation? How I balance that, um, well, fun, 
I mean, honestly, people think, oh, well, you can't drink no more and stuff like that. Honestly, it's not fun. Alcohol is nasty. You know, we make you paranoid. Some people, you know, <laughs> if you have to, you know, depend on smoking a blunt every day, something's not right. You feel what I'm saying? You should be able to live in peace. You should be able to live in mm-hmm. the fullness of your life without having to depend on alcohol, depend on weed, because that's what God is for. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know God. So like I said, I feel like we're really living in a time where a lot of young people are are having identity crisis where they don't know who they are and they're trying to find mm-hmm. who they are in different things and different careers. But God said you only find your true identity in him. So I feel like um, when I bounce, listen, I do fun things. I go go-karting, you know, have little, you know, kickbacks where everybody's just chilling, have game night, you know, bowling. It's a lot of stuff that you can do, you feel what I'm saying, and 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 not have to do all of that, involve that, you know. You can go skating, not involving alcohol and drugs and, you know, things of that matter. You can go bowling. You can hang out. You don't have to do that to hang out, you feel what I'm saying. You don't have to, you know, do all the uh, you know, chill, cool party. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but you know, people, you know, and and that also has to do with the church of being so religious and being so judgmental, you know, with kids and, and making making them change who they are to be, you know, to be holy or you can't you know, certain stuff. Now I will say certain stuff is unacceptable. You feel what I'm saying? Some stuff you have to get like I said again, mm-hmm. it's a process. Some stuff, you know, if you're used to wearing, you know, tight, short skirts and stuff, you know, just certain stuff, you know, that's so easy to fix, you know, mm-hmm. wear a little longer skirt, you know, you know, a dress is fine. You feel what I'm saying? Get cute. Wear your lashes. Yeah. Get your nails done. Like, you know, get your lashes done. Like, you feel what I'm saying? That's not what God cares about. He cares about your heart. He cares about how your heart is is chasing God, how it's chasing Jesus, how it's chasing yes. him. And also, he looks at your heart because he sees if you want to change or not. You know? And a lot yeah. of times, us young people, we try to hold on to God and hold on to the world. But God mm-hmm. is nothing like the world. So, we can't hold on to something that's nothing like God. We have to hold on to everything that is God. And that's not the world. That's it. So, when you make up in your mind that the things of this world is not like God, then your mindset automatically change. So how I balance it is I have my relationship with God. I do, you know, my ministry, but you know, guess what? I still have fun, you know, without drinking, without smoking. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to do that to have fun. And Mm -hmm. that that's what the world has now, you know, they, 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 they set us up, you know, they set children up, they set, you know, people up, to get stuck on this stuff because they sell this stuff. It's no way how can you put cigarettes in a store, tobacco in a store Mm -hmm. and then tell people not to smoke and and tell people uh, you got cancer and all this. You have stuff that produce that stuff but you're selling it. You know what I'm saying? You you, you sell alcohol but then you complain about people. You have have alcohol stores late uh, open all night and then you 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 upset because people drinking alcohol, drinking, driving, crashing, people dying. But 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 you set that up, you know. You say, oh well, we we try for drinking and driving and this that. But you have alcohol stores open all day. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like they're like setting things up, you know, in the mm-hmm. world and you know for Very the true. world 
to make them lose their mind, to make them lose their conscience, to make them to make them need that so they can put money in their pockets. That's why the you know the money is the root of all evilness. God did not give us money to make it an idol and to make us we have to do anything for it. No, God gave it to us for a tool because God knows all of our needs. He could put money in our bank account right now if he wanted to. Because at the end of the day, he's going to supply our needs. But at the end of the day, when you start to depend on other things, how you feel what I'm saying? How is he going to supply when you are, you know, needing something else other than him? And he's the supplier. So you balance it by still having fun and keep your relationship and make sure that your relationship comes first. Make sure you spend time with God every day. And guess what? After you spend time with God, go bowling. You feel what I'm saying? After you get off work or something like that, go, go skating, go, you know, chill with your friends, go, Mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we're grown enough to a point where if you know the Lord and you know the things of God and what he expects, you know what is wrong and what is right. So I feel like being a Christian and being, you know, godly, I feel like the world has made it seem like, oh, you're whack if you don't smoke or you're whack if you don't drink. Okay, well, if you feel that way, you feel what I'm saying? We don't have to hang out, you know? You find those who are what? Equally yoked because it's always going to be a conflict. It's always going to, oh, well, you're whack because you don't do this and you're whack because you don't do this and, oh, you're a church girl. Mm -hmm. No, you did so what, you know? Like, at the end of the day, when I leave this earth, none of you are leaving with me. When you stand before God, nobody's standing with me. It's going to be me and God, and I'm going to have to answer. Mm. So at the end of the day, you feel what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you the truth, yes. and the truth will set you yes. free. But after I tell you the truth, the blood is off of my hands. And, it's in, and, and now you're in God's hands. Because now that you have been exposed to the truth, it's your decision to, how you, to, to see how you're going to walk in your life and how you're going to do things. You know? God give us free will to make a decision because he wants us to love him by choice. He wants us to love him by choice, not force. So that's, that's something, listen, you can have Mm -hmm. as much fun as you want and serve Mm -hmm. the Lord. (laughs) The Lord is not religious. The Lord is not religious. The Lord is not going to send you to hell because you went bowling Mm -hmm. and they played one Beyonce song at the bowling alley. He's not going to send you to hell for that. I'm just being real. You feel what I'm saying? You, you, you can't be religious like that. You can't be so deep yes, where you don't want to go no, bowling because they play the Beyonce song. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 God looks at your heart and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? He looks at your li- your heart and your lifestyle. Yep. Yes. And we are of in this world, world, but we are not of Amen. <laughs> so. Yes. I feel like to be equally yo, I feel like yes. at the end of the day, I feel like your friends, I feel like we all have to <laughs> Amen. different things that, that go different ways and think different stuff and want different stuff. And at the end of the day, you will still love them with the love of God. But also you want to find friends that will either try to be equally yoked with you, with you. You feel what I'm saying? Try it, you know, see progress in them or no. You feel what I'm saying? Some people just don't want to be equally yoked and that's perfectly fine. It doesn't have to be any, you know, shade, none of that. You know, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? You go separate ways, but you love them with the love of God and you keep praying for them and you keep, you know, inter- that they go- that God is going to do it for them because prayer works. Mm-hmm prayer works those seeds that you sow for your friends and your families and your loved ones they work 
when you pray and when you take care of the seed and when you water the seed and when you let the seed get That's sun it. and when it you get, let the seed get light, guess what? It's going to grow. It's not going to stay stagnant. But a lot of people plant seeds and their seeds are still stagnant, uh, stagnant and not moving and not okay. growing because there's no there's no prayer. There's no intercession. There's no there's no talking to the Lord. There's no relationship. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell you, you know, to to God is not going to, you know, if you have a relationship with God, see, if you don't have a relationship with God mm. and then you try to, you know. Yeah. Uh, go tell somebody else about God or this, that, and the third, and you don't have a relationship with with yourself with God, how is that, you feel what I'm saying? How is that going to correlate? God is going to say, you don't even have a relationship with me. So how can you go to somebody and say, well, you know, this, that, and the third, have a relationship, da-da-da-da-da, and intercede when you don't have a relationship with me? God says, I need a relationship with you. Because guess what? When you have that relationship with somebody else, guess what? That's going to bless somebody else. Because you have an intimate relationship and they're going to see that intimate relationship through you and be changed and be, and, and God is going to change them and grow them through that. Because the more the relationship, the more intimate that you are in God, the more that you grow the relationship, mm -hmm. the more that you, you know, uh, stand on the word of God and do the things that God is asking you and, and listen to God and surrender to God. What God is going to work. God is going to move. God is going to produce everything that that seed needs to grow. But it starts with your intercession. It starts with, it starts with, you know, you know, a lot of us, oh, she ain't my friend no more, so I ain't worried about it. You feel what I'm saying? But we can't yes. be like that. We have to repent and we have to intercede on that person because we're supposed to love our enemies, love those who trespass against us, love those who do wrong mm -hmm. to us. Because Jesus was done wrong by his own people, his whole entire journey. And we have to understand that when we follow Jesus, this world doesn't follow Jesus. So we're going to be hated. We're going to be disliked. There are going to be some demonic spirits that's to act true. up. Because guess what? They don't like it. They don't like you preaching the gospel. They don't like you doing deliverance. They don't like you to walk in what God has for you. They don't want you to move. They want you to stay stagnant. They want to control. But in the name of Jesus, we are set free by his blood. We are healed by his stripes. We are set free. We're free indeed. So at the end of the day, that's what we have to preach to the world and let the world know because God didn't call the church. He didn't call the church or kingdom to be rose up in yes. a building. No, he called the church to rise up in the nations, to go across the nations, to go across the cities, to go across the countries and across the waters to preach the gospel and to preach the word, because that's exactly what Jesus is. That's the true church. The true church will never be a building. His true bride and his true church will always be his people. That's it. So I feel like <laughs> with balance, I feel like those who say you can't have fun, that's a, that's a lie. They just look at fun in another way that's not even fun. But that's just what the yes. enemy does. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. When you're drinking alcohol, what? He's still in your mind. When you're, when you're smoking weed, what? He's controlling your mind. You're not in your right state of mind. You feel what I'm saying? Now you're doing things. Now, now people are 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 raping and people are killing and people are doing things under the influence of alcohol. You can still have fun and be a Christian. You can still have fun and serve the Lord. You can still have fun and go to heaven. But it comes to a certain extent of fun. You feel what I'm saying? But you can have fun. Just make sure you know that when God comes first, when you surrender to God, 
you know, you make sure that that relationship comes first before all. And I'm not talking about alcohol and drugs. I'm talking about, you know, before your fun and things like that, make sure that you reverence yourself before the Lord and spend time with him. And then, you know, go out, go bowling, skating, you know, have a get together with your friends, have game night, have fun, you know. God wants us to be ourselves in him, though, you know. True. We are not robots. We can definitely have clean fun without compromising. I love that response. So what will be your advice to um, the young young people, the young generation, um, thinking about giving their lives to Christ, but having second thoughts? The advice I would give to um, the men and women who are having second thoughts, I would let them know that, you know, God is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way the truth and the life. And when, even if he comes in your mind for you to give your life, that's God knocking. That's God speaking to you. That's God talking to you. That's God pulling on you. And I just, you know, when, when that second thought comes, that's the enemy. That's the enemy. Because when it comes to God, there's no, Mm. there's no second thought. When he want when he wants you, when he's pulling you, he's pulling you. If you even have the thought to give your life to Christ, God is calling you. God is speaking to you without you even knowing that God is speaking to you. And and he's speaking to you directly. So he wants to know you. Mm, my God. He wants to know you on an intimate level. Mm. He, he 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 wants to wants you to vent to him. He wants you to say he he wants to ask your daughter what's going on. Talk to me, mm, my God. You know you know. Let let yourself go. Cry out oh, to God. me, my God. Because every tear that you cry out to me, mm, my God, will grow your seed. Mm, will grow your blessings. Will grow your crops. Come on now, come on. Those, those tears that you're crying out, I'm gonna bless. Yes. I'm going to bless you for every tear. I'm going to bless you for every pain that you went through. I'm going to bless you. And when God is pulling you, go, yes, go, Lord. go. Don't have any second thoughts. You go. Because God is going to bless you spiritually, mentally, financially. He's going to heal you from those that, that, that hurt you, for those ha- that have done you wrong. Because God loves you no matter what. And... The devil will try to have, make you have second thoughts because he doesn't. Mm, my God, he doesn't want you to be free. He wants you to stay stagnant in where you are. He 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 doesn't want you to to go forward. He doesn't want mm. you to have the in God. He doesn't want you to have joy in the Lord. He doesn't want you to experience heaven. He doesn't want you to get there. But let me tell you something. You tell the devil that he's a liar and you give your life to Christ if your heart is telling you to give your life to Christ because God is speaking to your heart. God is speaking to your heart to turn. Because he is saying, I am your father. I know you don't have a father. I know you don't have a mother. I know you don't have parents, but I'm your parent. I'm your father. I'm your mother. Yes. I made you before your even parents even knew about you. I knew your name before they even gave you a name. I knew your purpose. I knew your destiny. I know what mm. age you will walk. I know mm. what age you will talk. I know what age you will eat your first piece of food. I know you. Mm, my God. Abashi Dolobo Kondea. 
Yes, I God. know you, daughter. Thank I you, know Jesus. you, son. Mm, my God, I bought she told. When you cry at night, I see you, son. <laughs> and little do you know, I'm covering you, my God. I'm covering you in the midnight hour. When you're in your most ver- ver- vulnerable place, I'm there in your presence. When you when you cry out and you call my name, I answer. Ooh, handelabandi. Let me tell you something, because those blessings that come to your life is not luck. It's God's love and mercy that he has for you. (laughs) He he gave you that promotion. Come on, come on. He gave you that car. Come on now. He gave you that extra check in the mail, my God. Because he wanted to let you know that I love you. Yes, yes, yes. I want to experience the full daughter. I want to experience the fullness of you, son. I want to be in your life. I want to come into your life. I want to be the uh, the head of your life. So that I can bless you. So that I can love you. So that you can feel my unconditional agape yes, love. Lord. The love that never fails. Because I died for you. Hey, okay. I died for you. I died for you, son. I took the slashes on my back for you, daughter. I took the crown of thorns for you. Just for you. Just for you. Just so you could inherit everything that I have for you. Just so you can inherit, walk and talk with me one day. Just so I could experience you for real, God says. Mm, here I'm pulling on you. I'm pulling on you. I'm pulling on you because I want you. I want for my child to talk to me. Because God says no matter how many people that you lose or leave you, I never left. I never left. I never left. Hey, Yabandila Bakande. I never left. I never left you, yes, daughter. Lord. I never left you, son. I never left you when that man hurt you. Hey, I never left you when that young lady left you. I was still there. Mm, I was the one healing you, my God. I was the one turning your heart. Ooh, my God. I was the one knocking. I was the one pricking at you. He said, because I love you. Because I love you, I'm never going to stop pulling on you. I'm never going to drop the rope, my God. Hallelujah. So that's who I would say for those who are having a second guess. Don't let the enemy take you. Ooh, don't let the enemy keep you stagnant. When you feel in your heart to give your life to Christ, you do it. Yes, Lord. You do it then. Because he knows as soon as you open up your mouth and say that, Lord, I want you to. I know that I am a sinner. Lord, I ask that you forgive me. Lord, I ask that you come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. The devil knows you will inherit the kingdom of heaven. You are no longer. Mm, 
you are no longer going to going to be in the bondages of hell. Mm, my God. So, hallelujah, that's what I would say to those who are second guess. Don't second guess. Step out on the water because when Amen. Peter didn't second guess and he stepped out on the water, he walked on it. Amen. 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 So, I mean, that, that just leads us to our next um, question. Uh, I just would like for you to, you know, say what, what God is saying in this time, um, you know, and for this generation. Um, a lot of a lot of us are lost and we we feel like we don't know what God is saying right now because sometimes we, we're just not in that posture. So, um, you know, if you just flow minister to us and then you can just go right into okay. prayer you um, know, whenever the Lord leads you. I feel like for God um, in this generation, in this time that we are in, God is saying, rise up. God is saying, rise up. Rise up, mm. rise up, because the kingdom of darkness is falling. And he doesn't want his people to be falling with him, my God. So in order not to fall, you have to rise up. You got to rise up. You have no way for you not to fall. The only way that you can go is up. Even if you have been in the bottom in this hour, yes, it's Lord. time to rise up. God says it's time to rise up and go out. Rise up and spread the gospel. Rise up and repent. Don't run from me. This is the time to run to me. This is the time to get to know me for yourself. Mm. This is this is the time that I'm 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 making promises happen. This is the time where my spirit is pouring out. Upon all flesh. Sons and daughters will prophesy. Old men will dream. Mm -hmm. Because the the kingdom is rising. But you got to be a part of the kingdom. You got to give your life to Christ. And you have to make a decision. And even though if you make a decision and give your life to Christ and you fall short, God still loves you. And guess what? Don't allow the enemy to keep that over your head. You ask God for repentance. You get on your knees. You cry out and you keep it moving. Because God is evolving you. He's evolving your mind. He's evolving your heart. Every time you cry out. Every time that you ask for mercy. He's right there. So in this time. I'm telling you, all of you guys, to give your life to Christ and rise up because the kingdom, Lord, the Lord said that the kingdom will come and his will will be done. And his kingdom is coming. Mm-hmm. His king- See, don't get too caught up on yes, when, yes. my God, because not even Jesus knows the hour or the day or the time. <laughs> but be That's focused it. on where you are, mm, my God. Be focused on where you're going. God says don't look back in this hour. For the lady who looked back on Sodom and Gomorrah turned into stone. Mm. When he when when the lady looked back, she was Come stagnant, on. my God. She was stagnant for the rest of her life. <laughs> By making the decision to turn back. 
But God says, no, I need you to look forward because everything behind you is getting ready to fall. My God, my God, everything behind you is getting ready to be to fall. Mm. But in order for you not to get distracted, you have to keep going. You have to keep going forward. You can't look back. You can't look back. You can't be look. You fall short. You can't look back. Keep going forward. Keep looking to God. Keep running to God. You can't afford to look back. Mm. You can't be for, afford to look back and get distracted and be stagnant because what the enemy is doing is he's causing a lot of distraction, destruction, because he wants us to be stagnant. He wants us to lose faith. But God says in this hour, I need you to have faith more than ever. Because there are some things that you're going to see in the physical in, with your physical Jesus. eyes that are going to be terrifying. But God said, mm, mm. my God. In him will we have victory. In him will we have over every demon, over every demonic spirit, over every kingdom of darkness. Hmm. We are going to go out. We are going to preach the gospel. We are going to win souls. People are going to be free. People are going to be healed. People are going to be delivered in the name of Jesus. By his power, by how he wants to move, God is going to move. So in this hour, stand up, rise up, and look forward. Don't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back on depression. Don't look back on anxiety. Mm. Don't look back on anger. Don't look back on lust. You keep going. You keep going. You might stumble upon lust. You might stumble okay. upon anger. You might stumble upon selfishness. But God says you get up over and you and, and I have gave you the ability to, to, to run over the hill, to run over the obstacle, to hop over the obstacle. Because God says, even if you tripped, guess what? Ibashito, even if you tripped, you trip <laughs> forward and you keep going. My God. See, it's different when you trip backwards. Mm. Mm, my God. Because then you become stagnant. But then you become, guess what? You fall backwards, you go backwards. Mm-hmm. But God says, when you trip over that lust, fall to my throne. Fall to my throne. Fall to my mercy throne. Fall at my feet. Because just touching the hem of garment, my God. Yes, Lord. Oof, my God, will set you free. Mm, my God. My God, because next time when you come against that rock, yes, that yes. pebble that you tripped over, walk over it. Mm, my God. God says you will walk through it. Mm, my God, you will walk around it. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Listen, y'all, don't look back in this hour and have faith in God. Trust in him. No matter what you see with the physical eye, you trust in him. You trust in him. Because even with Peter seeing the physical storm, he stepped out on the water. He stepped out on the water. And when he stepped out on the water, God calmed the storm. God calmed the storm. Even though, because when Peter walked and he lost his focus and he started to, 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 to worry about the destruction and the storm around him, he began to sink because he was losing faith in God. When God, when he was literally walking on water, God said, some of you are walking on water and you're still losing faith in me. 
You're still drowning. Why? Because you lost your faith. <laughs> I just had you walk on water yesterday. Come on now. God says if I can do it before I can do it again. Oh and again. And again. Come on now. We serve an everlasting God. Yeah. Yes, we do. Come on now. We serve a powerful God, an omnipotent God, an all-merciful God, an all-loving God. Amen. So I'm going to pray for you because, you know, a lot of you tonight or this morning or wherever you are around the country or wherever you are around the world, you are going to experience the presence of God. God wants you to experience him tonight. Yes. Amen. God wants, wants your life. God wants to give you abundance in your finances, give you abundance in love, give you abundance in your peace, my God. He's going to give you a peace of mind tonight. You're going to be able yes. to speak tonight. You're going to be able to walk away yes, from a situation. God. You're going to be able to walk away from anger, my God. You're going to be able to walk away from lust. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to walk away from selfishness. You're going to be able to walk away from depression. You're going to be able to walk away from anxiety. Because Jesus died and shed his blood on the cross. Yes, Lord. For all that you go through. So that you may dwell with him. Yes. Lord, we lift your name on high, oh God. We surrender our hearts to you, oh God. And we surrender our minds and souls to you, oh God. Oh God, I just thank you, oh Father God, for all that you have done for our lives, oh God. And everything that you're getting ready to do, oh God. We even thank you. For the hour of rising up and standing up, oh God. We thank you for the hour of not looking back, oh Father God. That we will continue to move forward, oh God, with our lives. That we will begin to put you first, oh Father God. That we will begin to reverence you, oh God. We ask, oh Father God, that you would just come into everybody's household right now, Father God. And just give them peace over their minds and their hearts and their souls, oh God. I ask that you will cover them under the blood from their head, from the count of their head to the soles of their feet, oh God. I ask, oh God, that that presence of love, that your love would just surround them right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I ask that they will experience you like never before, Father God. Lord, I just ask right now, God, that you will intervene in anything that they are going through. And, oh, God, that you will let them know that you love them, oh, God, and that you are interceding and that you are, are God, that you are with them wherever they go or whatever they're going through, Father God, that you are sitting and holding their right hand, oh, God, that you say 10,000 may fall by their side, oh, God, but they the evils will not touch them and their loved ones and their families in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we just thank you, oh, God, for giving us even a strength in our mind, oh God. Give us strength in our heart, oh God. Give us strength in our spirit, oh God. Continue to grow our spirit, man, oh God. Lord, let us help us to love our enemies, oh God. Those who trespass against us, oh God. Help us to give them the love of Christ, oh God. Help them to see the light of you. Us, Father God. Lord, we ask, oh God, that in this hard time, oh Father God, that, oh God, even if we're when you're with us, oh Father God, I ask that we will feel your presence like never before, that we will pray like never before, that we will trust you like never before, oh Father God. Oh God, we just ask right now that you will give yes, each and every person, oh God, supernatural faith, oh God. Give them supernatural love, oh God. Give them supernatural peace, oh Father God, in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that anything that they're going through, oh God, we break it right now in the name of Jesus. We break depression right now, Lord. We break anxiety right now. We break, oh Father God, the spirit mm, of anger. Jesus. We break the spirit of murder. We break the spirit of racism. We break the spirit of depression right now in the mighty name, name of Jesus. By your power, Holy Ghost, we ask that you will intervene into their lives and, and touch yes, their God. hearts right now, oh God. That right now they're thinking, right now they're having a heart of change, oh God. Right yes, now their Jesus. mind is changing. Right now their mindset is changing, oh God. That as they listen to this, oh Lord, they will 
never be the same because of your power, because of your glory, because of your mercy, Father God. So we thank you today, oh God, that anything that is not like you, oh God, will be broken right now by the blood of Jesus. We pray right now, God, that every plan of the enemy is broken over your life, broken over your family, yes, broken over your kids, broken over your household in the name of Jesus, oh God. We ask, oh God, that your blood will cover their household, oh God, cover their yes, kids, God. oh God, cover their siblings, oh God, cover their loved ones in the name of Jesus, oh God. We ask, oh Father God, that you would just help them, oh God, and give them the strength to walk through, the strength to endure their tribulations and trials, oh Father God. We ask, oh Father God, that anything that they grow through, oh Father God, that you are right there by them, holding their hand, oh Father God, that you are praying for them, that you are at the right hand of our Father, crying out for them, oh Father God, and crying out for their heart and their soul and their mind, oh Father God. We ask, right God, oh, right now, oh God, we speak peace right now over the household. We speak peace over their minds, oh God. We speak peace over their heart right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, God, that you are a healer, that you are a redeemer, that you are a savior. Oh God, that you are everything that we ever need, oh God. Anything that you ever need. You are our best friend. You are our friend. You are our father. You are our mother. You are everything that we ever needed in life, oh Father God. So we thank you, oh God, for life. We thank you for yes, being able Lord to Jesus. breathe, oh God. We even thank you for those times that the devil was trying to take us out, oh Father God, that you saved us, oh God, that you loved us so much, that your mercy was so great, that your blood, still held, holds all power in the name of Jesus, that we would just, oh yes, Father God, accept and that we will trust you like never before in this time, oh God. And I ask, oh God, that anything that the enemy tries to plot our plan, plans will be canceled in the name of Jesus. All plans of the enemy will be sent back down to the pits of hell and shall not prevail against your, your household in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, yes. you would have... You would have supernatural faith in the Lord. You will trust him in all that you do. Even at the bottom of the pit, you will trust him. Even at the bottom of the well, you will trust him. Even in the even in the ditch, you will trust him because you're going to come out a king just yes, like just like um, Joseph. Just like Joseph was in the um, den and his brothers threw him in that ditch, in that hole. He came out a king. Even in a place that you are, even in the lowest valley, God still, you are still royalty. You are still God's child. You are still loved. You are still beautiful. You are still handsome in the name of Jesus. We break that spirit of self low self-esteem in the name of Jesus. For you are beautiful. For God has perfectly, wonderfully have made you. You would not yes, be here if God did Jesus. not want you here. So you are beautiful and God has a purpose and a promise for your life. No matter who you are, no matter how you speak, no matter how you talk, no matter how what color you are, God loves you and God has a purpose and a plan for your life so you go out and you show the love of God in the name of Jesus we decree and declare in the atmosphere right now that everybody is being free right now we decree and declare that everybody's mind is being set free we decree and declare that everybody's heart is in being set free under the under my voice in yes, the name of God. Jesus and we pray for those oh God for those who are struggling in sickness oh God we pray the and we break the sickness off of them in the name of Jesus oh God we ask that you cover them under the blood oh Father God that we that you, by your stripes oh Father God they are healed in the mighty name of Jesus right now you're doing it right now in the name of Jesus oh God because you love them so much oh god you're healing them right now god for you said yes, that we god, are healed by Jesus. your stripes oh god we are healed by your stripes oh god if whoever you set free are free indeed for god we pray that those you are setting free right now in the name of jesus are set free and free who they yes. are free indeed in the name of jesus oh god we pray that they will look for it and they will not look back we pray that they will yes, not be god. stagnant but they will move out into all the earth they will preach your gospel they will deliver they will set free by your power oh god because it is of your power we are nothing without you we are nothing without you oh father god and we thank you God that you have chosen us we thank you that we are called we thank you that we will go out and we will 
bring your kingdom together. We will bring unity. We'll bring love of Christ. Oh God, we will bring deliverance for people. People will be free. People will be healed. People, the 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 deaf will the deaf will um hear. Oh God, the the mute will speak. The limp will walk. Oh Father God, in the name of Jesus. Those even are in the in the mental health hospital hospitals yes. or those who have COVID. We break it right now in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that by your will and by your power, now God, that they will be healed in their hospital beds. We pray now, God, that you're healing those who have mental problems. Oh God, that you will bring and restore. Oh God, their mind, restore their brain in the name of Jesus, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you are bringing supernatural healing to their mind, oh God, that they will that will th they will they think the same, that they will think how you them to think, oh Father God, that the brain will operate how you made it, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we pray that every demonic spirit or every stronghold that's trying to Yes, oh, and that spirit of mental health that's coming upon the brains and upon the mind of the people in mind control. We break it by your power in the name of Jesus. By your blood, we break it in the name of Jesus. And we ask, oh, Father God, that you will restore mm -hmm. them with your love. The restore them Jesus. with your with yes. your peace. Restore them, oh God, even with repentance, oh, Father God. Let them come to your, your knees. Let them come to your yes, throne and God. cry out to you and repent, oh, Father God, for you love them no matter what they do oh father god but help them to repent oh father god because you ask for us to repent and do the things of your will and your way oh god so we ask that we will walk in your will and your way in the name of jesus i speak it in the atmosphere that everybody will begin to walk in their calling and walk in their purpose and walk in their promises yeah. in your will and in your way oh father god for their lives yes. their family lives for their friends anybody who's in who, who those who are in contact in their homes and their jobs we pray right now god that you're making a change right now in the hearts you're making a change in their minds you're making the change right now even in the atmosphere there's a shift mm -hmm. there's a shift there's a shift right now that's happening yes, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, oh God. We give you glory. We give you honor. We worship your name. We thank you for all that you have yes, done. God. We thank you for being our healer. We thank you for redeeming. We thank you for the deliverance. Yes, we thank yes. you for setting us free, oh God. We thank you for healing us by your strength. And most importantly, oh God, we thank you for even being able to have a relationship with you, oh God. So we pray that each and every one will, uh, person will have a relationship with you. That they will begin to read their Bible and cry out to you and just talk to you like no other, Father God. That they will begin to know you, oh God, intimately oh god and just know you like no other on yes, another god. level that they will go deeper in you father god and we pray that they will be rooted in you in the name of jesus and that the fire of god will hit their bellies oh god and that their anointing about you to that you would just cover their mantle under the blood cover their anointing jesus. under the blood cover their heart under the blood and cover this prayer under the blood in the blood of jesus and we just thank you lord we glorify your name we worship yes, your name god, and we glorify jesus. your name glorify your name father you there's no god like you there was no god like you there yes, was no god, god like you thank at all you, no god is before you father no, for you are the you, true lord. and living god for you are the way the truth and the life for you are the alpha and the omega for you are yes, the author and the finisher jesus. for you are the beginning and the end oh god yes, nobody god. is like you for you are omnipotent you are. for you are the the mightiest for you the most yes, amazing jesus. you are the most just magnificent God ever in the name of Jesus. So we thank you today. We just give you all glory and our honor, God, for doing it today. We thank you and we pray for granted. We don't take your blood for granted. God, we love you. We thank you. We even, Lord, we actually thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross and shed his blood on the cross. We thank you today, Father. And we we just cover this prayer in your blood in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So thank you for all, all for tuning in. Listen, wherever you are, if you are young, if you are old, listen, if you are older, you can definitely receive Jesus in your heart. Um, All you have to say is, God, I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. Um, I need you to come and take complete control of my life. And I repent in the name of Jesus. That's the first step repentance is the first step if you read acts 2 and 38 you can get all of
of the steps in Jesus name. Um, and I just want to just thank you, Destiny. And I pray that God pours back into you and that you will not feel drained or spiritually, you know, uh, have no strength after this. I pray that you are strengthened and you can go right in your prayer closet or wherever you want to go or do whatever you want to do for the name of Jesus Christ. So I really thank you and I appreciate you now. Can you please just share with us where, where can we find you? D E S T I N E E. And my last name is Hawkins H A W k-i-n-s destiny hawkins again is on facebook and for instagram my instagram name is d-e-s-t-t-i-n-a-e again my instagram name is d as in dog e as in elephant s as in sam t as in tom t as in tom i as in ice cream n as in nancy a as in apple e as in elephant hallelujah Amen. <laughs> well, to God be the glory. Again, I thank you so much, sis, for coming on. Um, God bless you. <laughs> yeah.